Corey Kluber is two outs away from throwing the seventh no-hitter in Major League Baseball history this year. We just saw a no-hitter just last night with Detroit's own Spencer Turnbill. And Corey Kluber has pitched absolutely fantastic tonight. 95 pitches, over eight strikeouts. And this is just a fantastic pitching matchup. Pitching for a team against a team that he only pitched one inning last night. And this this might be the year of the no-hitter. They showed a stat earlier that in June of 1990, four pitchers threw a no-hitter in the month of June. All of them great pitchers. Randy Johnson, Nolan Ryan, Fernando Valenzuela. Oh, I think the last name was Parker. Um, it, I, I actually think it was the guy that was on Black Diamonds with CC Sabathia and David Price. Um, I'm gonna quickly Google that right now. But one one count on David Dahl. Foul ball. One two count. So. <laughs> You know, is it is it more that the hitters are just sucking? Sucking? Is it that the pitchers are amazing? I think it's a little bit of both. And all this launch angle stuff, they got to stop. But if you're in this ballpark, Globe Life Field right now, you know, and caught twenty six outs. Tyler Wade catches the baseball. 99 pitches. You have a roll to Shatman in the bullpen. And this is just, of course, if, you know, the deed is not done. But now if you're Willie Calhoun, and, and if you're the umpire, I think at this point, you, if you're Calhoun, you got to swing. Because if it's anything within the strike zone, I like to think the umpire is going to give it to him. James, how are you feeling about this? I... I'm nervous, but I'm excited. I, I haven't seen I haven't seen the Yankee do this accomplishment since um I believe it was Coney, and this is a really exciting and what a story would it Strike be. Strike one, eighty four miles per hour. To what a story would it be for Clover if he does it? Yeah, that that would be amazing. About to throw the hundredth and one pitch on the evening. Corey Cooper's been dealing all night, and the pitch, ground ball to DJ to Glaber, and it's done it. What a fantastic! Oh, Dave Stewart was the fourth name of the four pitchers that threw the no-hitter in June of 1990. But, man, what a what a start for Corey Kluber. Michael Kay calls his first ever no-hitter. And you know this is opening the case show tomorrow. 
This is this is opening any New York sports radio. It's opening Major League B- Baseball Network. It's opening ESPN. And for anyone who hates the Yankees, you can hate the Yankees all you want. But for a guy like Corey Kluber, who's had an amazing, spectacular career, and he, he could have been done last year. Nine innings, no hits, one walk, nine strikeouts. You take away that walk, it's a perfect game. The last couple of instances, there was one thing that stopped the perfect game. Perfect games are harder. That's why it's called perfect. But, you know, just to see everyone get hyped like this, and maybe this is something the Yankees need. You know, you had Ryan LaMare get hurt early on in this game with a hamstring, and that put Tyler Wade into the game and right. Clint Frazier has neck problems. And... Will we see Estevan Florio on Friday in the Bronx? Is he on the plane coming for the last game in Texas tomorrow? I doubt that. Um, seven no-hitters, and that will not be Major League Baseball. They are disrespecting Madison Bumgarner's seven-inning no-hitter. This is the seventh no-hitter of the season, and we are in May. There could be a real chance at this pace by the end of the baseball season we're talking about anywhere from 12 to 15 no-hitters. And if it's at this pace, possibly 20 no-hitters. So, if, if you have a podcast, every, everyone's going to be talking about this on their very next episode. You know, maybe some people are recording now that normally wouldn't record. And god damn it, breaking balls? They missed it. They missed talking about the no-hitter as it happens. They, they normally recorded Thursdays, and now we're going to hear Corey Kluber. So tonight, you had not thrown a no-hitter. Can you just describe the emotion you felt as you watched that final out being recorded in the ninth? Uh, I think it's all kinds of emotions. I, mean, I think it's excitement. Uh, you know, probably some relief, too, that it's over with. Uh, but, I mean, Higby was, was unbelievable back there tonight. I think, uh, you know, kept him off balance pretty much. Pretty much the entire game, um, you know, I made, I made a couple pitches that probably where we wanted them, and they they were fortunate, or we were fortunate enough that they hit them right at some people. You mentioned keeping them off balance. Your breaking pitch seems almost unhittable tonight. What made it so good in your estimation? Um, you know, I think it probably establishing the other pitches in the zone so that they had to respect that stuff and not just, uh, you know, sit on the one pitch. Um, you know, I think that's probably the key most nights. We saw you in the dugout in the top of the ninth inning, just staring at the field, waiting to go out there in the bottom of the ninth. What's going through your head in that situation as you're three outs away from a no-hitter? Um, just trying to make it as normal as possible. I mean, obviously it's not, but just trying to stick with, uh, you know, your normal routine as much as you can and, uh, you know, try not to, to let the situation get the best of you. I mean, I think that, um, you know, there's, there's going to be there's going to be situations that probably have yeah, a little more adrenaline going than others, and I think you just try to try to make it as normal as you possibly can. At what point in time do you start thinking about it? Um, I'm not sure. You know, I, I think I was I was probably aware of it, but I don't know if I really started thinking about it. Maybe after the sixth, something like that. Oftentimes, teammates say they try to leave you alone in the dugout. They don't want to distract you. Did anybody say anything to you in that dugout, Corey? Um, you know, I feel like 
maybe aside from the last thing, it was pretty normal in there. Um, you know, Higgy and I talk a fair amount after an inning just about, you know, what we saw and things like that. Uh, we continue to do that, but, I mean, aside from that, I feel like it was just, you know, kind of a normal, normal dugout scenario for my pitch. It didn't seem like there were a lot of balls hit hard tonight, but in that ninth inning, when you see the ball go out to right field, does your heart start beating a little faster there as you see Wade trying to track it down? Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, you're, like I said, you're, you're aware of, of what's going on. Um, but, I, you know, I think that play is probably magnified even more by the fact that, you know, he's... Man, the first no-hitter since David Cohn's bid. And that's just... You know, it was just the anniversary last week of David Wilde's perfect game. And they also had Dwight Gooden on yes the other day of of his no hit bid against the stacked Seattle Mariners team. And it and it's special, you know. A couple people on the timeline over the past couple of weeks said the no hitter is losing its value. Listen, I get it. We've seen a lot of no hitters. More than we've we've ever seen before, but it still is special. Just because it's this many, it doesn't lose their value. Maybe it leads to the offenses just suck. You know, it's 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 not it's not every day that you know a no hitter happens, and this year so far, it seems like it. We just had two consecutive days. Of a no hitter, uh, last week or the week before that, it was a no two no hitters in the same week. Um, but it's just really, really special. And now, if you're the Texas Rangers, you're coming to the ballpark tomorrow, fuming. You you don't want to you want to get that hit. You want to win tomorrow now. And you know what, Corey Kluber, congrats. Enjoy this one tonight, but the job ain't done. Yanks got to win the series, and this, this, I'm not trying to give Higashioka a lot of the credit here, this is all on Corey Kluber, but, and this is where I'll let James talk, I don't think it would have happened if Gary Sanchez was behind the plate. No, I would not. Um, first off, um, big congratulations to um, Corey Kluber on the seventh no-hitter. Yes, we're counting Madison Bumgarner's no-hitter. Get mad, haters. But, um, yes, um, the, that's a um, seventh no-hitter in big leagues. Um, what can you say about that? That was fantastic. I mean, you can say the ball is dead. You can say you can say whatever it is you want to say, but you gotta tip your hat to to Corey Kluber, man. I mean, he pitched up a great game, and it was fantastic. I mean, he he was he was sensational, man. He painted the corners, and what a story on the anniversary of the. Of David Cohn's um, perfect game, the anniversary of when Kluber, who by the way, the same team he pitched one inning against, that ended his season, and he faces that same team and he no hits them. What a story! So big props to Corey Kluber. Um, my only fear, and you just kind of saw this, Gar- um, Garrett Cole had a um, great game against the. Um, against the Tampa Bay Rays, and then he pitched against Texas, and he didn't look good. My my fear is that Kluber threw that no-hitter, and then his next time around, 
will he be as effective? And you know tomorrow with her, I believe her mom pitching tomorrow. Uh, you know Texas is gonna be is gonna be going gangbang. So they they're gonna wanna they're gonna wanna start swinging and swinging. So that could be an issue tomorrow. But and but it's another series that the Yankees have not lost. They've taken so far two or three from Texas as a chance to take the series tomorrow. So. Let's get it. They are right now. I'm um, six and three on this road trip with a chance to finish seven and three. Also, now, great tweet by Melanie Newman. No hitters this year, and and again, a lot of people are still saying six, but two against Cleveland, two against Seattle, two against Texas, and I forgot Joe Joe Musgrove. He he was down here in Gold Life Park, and he threw the no hitter. And and I and I'm staying seven. Madison Bumgarner pitcher no hitter in a game that was directed for seven and he, he he couldn't go eight. He couldn't go nine. All right. I'm I'm sure he would have went eight and nine if if that was the game. But that <laughs> Chris Carlin is just doubling down. Like I said, Kluber's wash. <laughs> Klub hitless. Great great graphic that the Yankees put out just eight minutes ago. Um. And, and and I thought the biggest story of tonight's recording, and this is why I waited. I waited to see if this would finish. The Warriors are currently up over the Lakers, but that's not the story anymore. Um, you know, I also was going to bash Jared Carabas. That's not the story anymore. Tonight's pod is just about Corey Kluber. And it's awesome. It's amazing. And, look, you know, most, again, a lot of people are going to talk about this tomorrow. So, so I hope you hear ours, too. Um, I'll, I'll hear others' thoughts as well. But, again, also, too, look who wasn't in the field today. Clint Frazier. If Clint Frazier didn't have a neck problem, James, as big of a Clint Frazier fan you are, are you confident that he doesn't screw up? In nine, in nine innings of baseball in the outfield? As much as I love Clint Frazier, I think he would have done something to cost that no-hitter. I am truly shocked that Gleyber Torres didn't mess up that last play. Now, the, uh, the one that Geo fielded, I, I can confidently say this again. If that was hit to Gleyber, I truly do not believe that Gleyber would have fielded it. And he has gone better this year than previous years. But it's just one of those things. But the Yankees are now 24-19 on the season. Again, job's not done. They, they still got a long way to go. And if I'm also the Yankees, Corey Cooper did actually go 100. I'm shocked. But that's also why Chapman was in their ninth. I... I I know Boone probably wanted to pull Corey Kluber, but just him being up here, baseball man, he couldn't do it. But now if I'm the Yankees, when Corey Kluber makes his next start, I do it on an extra day's rest, not regular rest. Give him that one more day because he is over 32 years old. He he does have a lot of miles on that arm, and he just got injured last year. And it's... Baseball is, that's why baseball is great, man. He, he pitched at the Rangers tonight where 
he only threw an inning last year for the Rangers. So if you're Texas, you got to be thinking, wow, I got rooked. Not, not only did we trade for Corey Kluber from Cleveland. Now, now even if those players didn't amount to much in, in the trade deal, it don't matter. But, and now they just get no hit against him for the second time this year. And I'm sorry. If you're the Indians, the Rangers, or the Mariners, you suck. You really, truly do suck. How are you going to allow yourself to get no hit twice in a season? The Mariners are batting 199 as a team. You gotta be awfully, awfully bad. So now, if if you're a team facing these three teams, you got you gotta no hit them now because you're now being seen. These three teams got no hit twice. And this is why good teams truly do not get no hit. Like like when Dwight Gooden threw that no hit against that Mariner team. That Mariner team was stacked. I encourage all of you to go look at that box score and see the names. Edgar Martinez, Ken Griffey Jr., Alex Rodriguez, and many more. I, I think Jake Jr. was also still on that team. Just name after name after name. So, you know, you know, you know, you know. Braves also got no hit this year, and but again, people will sit, people will say the same thing. So I guess Braves would be that one good team to get no hit, but it's rare. But it's also still special. If, if a bad team gets no hit, it 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 doesn't take away the sting of st- sting of anything. But baseball is not boring. Baseball is very very cool. And if anyone, <laughs> oh my god, a tweet from Aaron Cornell. Yankees are due to throw a no-hitter TVH. This was tweeted 12 hours ago. <laughs> he looks he looks so smart, but it's, it's one of those things that, you know, it's okay. It's due. So no one, no one should say he's genius. No one should say that's why it happened. But you know, but you know, people are gonna are, and uh, it's wild. You know what's funny is that I I, I don't want to take a shot at Mets fans here, but I'm gonna do it. And it involves a no hitter. This was the first New York legitimate no hitter. Just saying. And if you're a Mets fan, why do you say that? You know what I'm. Why do I say that? You could look at Johan Santana's no-hitter. There was no replay back then in 2012. When the Cardinal player hit the ball, it hit the chalk. That was a fair ball. But the umpire called it foul when it was clearly a foul. So that no-hitter was a... This one, I can say, was a legitimate no-hitter. It would have been a perfect game if um, if Kluber didn't walk, um, didn't, didn't walk that batter. But, you know, just saying. But you got to give props to Kluber, man. What a fantastic story. And you can mention um, lack of offense and, you know, the Mariners are a bad-hitting team and the Indians are a bad-hitting team and the Rangers are a bad-hitting team. It's still very hard to, to throw a no-hitter. It is very, very hard. I'm not going to take away from the accomplishments of, of the guys that pitched a no-hitter, including Madison Bumgarner. Yes, he threw a no-hitter, haters. 
get mad. But at, at the same time, too, though, man, I mean, it's it's truly, truly, truly remarkable how how um what Kluber did his story it's fantastic man and and I w- and I would give Kluber that extra rest you know, I'd call up Debbie Garcia to make a spot start or you know or if you really want to do that opener BS yeah that's you what have, you would do you would you wouldn't even have to call up Debbie Garcia they'll, just, they'll do that opener BS they'll they'll have like what like like Michael King no, no Michael King would be the bulk guy so they'll they'll, they'll have Somebody, Albert Abreu, there you or, go. You have Abreu throw two innings. You'll have King throw maybe four innings because he's the bulk guy, and then you'll have the bullpen take over the rest. There, yeah, that that's what they'll do. They'll 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 do that opener bull crap instead of like you know having Michael King, who's a starter, start the game, or Devin Garcia, who's a starter, start the game. But you know they'll get they'll get cute and 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 throw and and do that opener garbage but it doesn't take away from, from Kluber's no hitter you know normally we talk hockey but hey I'm gonna say this no time for hockey hockey's dead right now this is all about Corey Kluber you got I, his story is fantastic and it, man man the story's not done and put you this way if Kluber can pitch like maybe not no hitter Kluber but if Kluber can pitch the way he's pitching he, he, he might he might get that final um you know that that last big contract because he's what in his in, he's past his thirty so he might get that last big three year big contract man. Talk about stories. Yankees tweeted fourteen minutes ago with with the video of the twenty seventh out. Corey book ending. And and talk about mess ups. Armando Galarraga should have had a perfect game. But the umpire, Joe West, screwed it up. Joe West screwed it up. And Jeff, no, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't Joe West. It was. It was someone else. Um, oh, okay, I thought it was West. Jeff Passan, New York Yankees starter Corey Kluber just finished his six no hitter the twenty twenty one season, shutting down Texas, the first of his awesome career. It's the second no hitter inside of twenty four hours and brings the twenty one total to within one of the record seven for an entire season. Retweeting with seventh no hitter. I'm 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 sorry. It's just it bothers me. It bothers me that they're disrespecting Madison Bumgarner. Like again, if 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 that's what you're gonna be, then any anything that happens, like like like, let's say. Let's say Albert Pujols was to pass Alex Rodriguez for. Third or fourth in all home runs, it should be an asterisk. Any stat now, if 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 they're gonna play this game, any stat that happens in a seven inning game, worth worth milestone, it shouldn't count. Then if that's if that's if that's what they're gonna do, and that's a dangerous dangerous game. What what, what if this was a seven inning game? You know, so what if? What if Miguel Cabrera hits a milestone in a seventh inning game? Is that is that not going to count too? Because then now, if that counts, you just opened up yourself a can of worms. And a great a great meme by Emily Nyman. All y'all should follow her, by the way. You just got no hit by the Klubot. You know, and and it got half his eye and his other eye being a robotic. 
that's that's extremely awesome by Emily Nyman. And also, by the way, some clown on social media today called her a bitch. So, first of all, I don't know who any of you are call, calling women a bitch. But Emily is one, is one of the few women on the set who really knows sports. She, she probably knows more baseball than half of the idiots on Twitter. So, all you men with your burners, stop. I get it. You hate women. You're a disrespectful woman. I, I understand. But stop being a scumbag. Don't you don't have to call women that. If if you disagree with the take, disagree with the take. It's perfectly fine to argue back. But once you go that way, I'm sorry, buddy, you lose. And from Dan Federico, I'll be the first to admit I didn't care much for the Cooper signing. I know it's early, but man, he's been so good so far. And Texas Strangers with a gift from a. Uh, What's that show? I, I I don't know. James will James James will look at the Texas Rangers gift and say and say the show, but it's a pretty popular show. But overall, this was fantastic. And Ryan Lamar, he will undergo further evaluation and imaging when the team returns to New York. So I doubt Floreal is flying out to Texas. So, which means I doubt they're probably going to want to use Clint tomorrow. So, we're probably going to see Tyler Wade in right field again. Or Aaron Judd is in right. And maybe they'll have Gary Sanchez. No, actually, no, Gary Sanchez will start being on the plate. So, maybe their DH would be a uh, Glaber or Andrew Hart. I don't know. But tonight was absolutely ass. And another tweet from Emily Nyman. You all can thank Breaking Balls Pod for this no-no because we recorded yesterday, so obviously something of note was going to happen. A tweet from Aaron Hicks. Wow, what what a performance from Kluber. Hell yeah, baseball is history. Uh, it, that gift that the Rangers did was from probably one of the best sitcom shows in the last decade, The Office, uh, of, of the great Michael Scott being angry, so gotta give props to that, um, and look, like, you could say it is the year of the no-hitter, obviously, baseball, the offense is down, but, like I said, like we said before, man, it's, um, you gotta tip your hat to Cooper. Also, a note, um, people wanna call up, um, Gloria, but right now, he's, he's, uh, he's not hitting as well in AAA, so, what other options do the Yankees have? He stands, stands injured. Um, Judge is DHing. Clint has neck issues. Um, who, who are you going to call? I mean, you can't call put Dietrich because Dietrich is not on the forty man roster. In order for Dietrich to be on the forty man roster, somebody would have to get released, and Dietrich would have to get signed to the forty man roster. So that's the problem. And Dietrich is not that good of an outfielder. So. Yeah, that's not happening. And one thing we didn't bring up yesterday, it's Yankee theme, so it fits. Next year, of 2022, probably summer, there's going to be the captain. A six-part series, just like Last Dance, except Last Dance was 10, all about Derek Jeter. I think the first three should be very Yankee-themed. All throughout parts of the family also involved. Fourth and fi- Fourth part... Fourth and a little bit of fifth will probably be about him getting the Marlins. 
and the last of the fifth and the sixth should be all about the Hall of Fame. That's also probably why they want to do it. You know, we we probably could have got this stock this year, but because of the cancellation of the Hall of Fame last year, that's what they're also probably waiting for. Um, I'm I'm curious to see how much Jeter lets people in. And, you know, a lot of people were talking crap about it. Most of them Mets fans. Most of them were people saying, oh, Nomar is better than Jeter. Listen, you can take all your analytics, all that, alright? Derek Jeter never embarrassed himself as a Yankee. Never embarrassed himself in the field. I believe he won three or five gold gloves. Derek Jeter was the ultimate profession. He's what you would want your team to be. And I'm all for the doc. A lot of people are going to like it. If you're a Yankee fan, you're going to love it. Because, again, it, it, it has to be extremely Yankee-oriented. You can't not do this without having a lot of Yankee things. And the guy that's running it, you know, he, he did the last dance. So it's going to be good. He's also a big-time Yankee fan. So it's probably going to be really, really special for him. And I'm just all for it. It's, it's going to be really cool. And as we leave here... 35 Warriors, 26 Lakers, second quarter, go Dubs because, you know, just why not, LeBron sucks. Uh, and, he, and and once again, congrats, Corey Kluber, no hitter, amazing. James, closing thoughts. Congratulations again to Corey Kluber, um, remarkable story. Um, you, you can't say enough about about this and you can say um yeah it's the year of the no hitter you can say the offense is down and all that stuff but for Corey Kluber to do what he did is fantastic and all I gotta say is that um I'm glad it was a Yankee and for all a lot of people on Twitter are younger than us so they don't remember David Cohn's no hitter they don't remember David Wellstone the no hitter either so, and I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you, Nick. I, as much as I love the Coy Kluber getting a no hitter, let's be honest. If anyone was, if you, if you would have said, "Hey, a Yankee pitcher was gonna throw a no hitter," would Garrett Cole be the first person that would come on your mind? Be honest. Garrett Cole's the first, the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, seventh, eighth. All the options. Garrett Cole's all the options, and the reason why. Now, at some point last year, I also said the Yankees will probably never, never get a no hitter. But I'm pretty, I'm pretty comfortable in saying this. Even if you take away one, one, one through fifth of Corey Kluber's performance today, that's a better one through five than Garrett Cole had all season. I truly don't believe with Garrett Cole's stuff, as good as it is, I don't think he will ever, ever throw a no hitter, because Garrett Cole as as on as he's on. And maybe Michael Kay's right. Maybe, maybe that Tampa start took a little out of him. But as perfect as he was at that start, he I I just don't think he'd ever get a no hitter. So yeah. this is this is probably it for the Yankees for a while. And Tyon does got the stuff to do it, but he's been horrible this year. Cole Cole got the stuff to do it. Herman, you know what? He can have the stuff to do it, but he has that one inning too. Same with Jordan Montgomery. So, as Yankee fans, let's enjoy this one, and a tweet from Tyler Wade. 
Wow, what a moment to be a part of. Congrats, Corey Kluber, on the no-hitter. Yeah, and, and that is, that's all my closing remarks. Is just, see, listen, I thought it would be Gorg Gum Gum um, Garrett Cole because he's electric. Um, as far as New York, I thought, like, after um, Johan Santana, I thought Jacob DeGrom because he had the stuff. I thought he was going to throw a no-hitter because DeGrom is just the best pitcher in baseball. I'm shocked that he hasn't thrown a no-hitter yet, just how great he is. But I'm, I'm just glad that Coy Kluber... Um, and it's fitting because the Texas Rangers signed him and he only pitched an inning. How fitting is that he, he returns to the place, to the team that didn't bring him back, and he throws a no-hitter against them. And on the anniversary of David Cohn's perfect game, and again, to all the younger Yankee fans on Twitter, they've never seen a Yankee throw a no-hitter because a lot of them were not born or don't remember David Cohn's no-hitter back in, you know, back in the late 90s, back in that that so for a lot of you young yankee fans enjoy it savor this moment it's a great moment and i want to say that for all the people that that disrespect the no hitters you're clowns because you you will you wouldn't say it unless your team threw a no hitter so let's take in the moment congratulations and we're going to leave with this Corey kluber you are awesome i i would skip i would skip his next start and if you want to go shoot and throw an opener, go for it. But if I was them, I'd start Michael King as a spot starter to give a bit of rest. So another great show as always. Um, tip our caps to Corey Kluber.